just died up like a salmon, a spawning salmon. Jitsa! Hello and welcome again to another Adelaide United Legends podcast. Tim here with you with Gianluca. How are you going? Yeah, I'm very good. Thanks. It's good to be here. That's good. And today we're joined by another legend of Adelaide United, of course, because it's the Adelaide United Legends podcast. Sergio Van Dyke, 71 appearances, 29 goals, which is our fifth all-time scoring charts. Uh, sorry, 29 goals, which is fifth in our all-time scoring charts. Welcome. Yes, guys. Thank you for the introduction. And uh, I guess there are many Adelaide United legends, so you have a busy schedule, I guess. <laughs> There's a few. Yeah, we, we try to rip through as many as we can, yeah. but that's good. It gives us plenty of content, plenty of uh, plenty more episodes to come. But thank you. Thank you for doing this. Maybe paint the picture for our listeners. Uh, like, where are you right now? I'm in the Netherlands in my hometown of Assen um, and I'm looking through the window and it's uh, raining at the moment so uh, not that uh, not that good of uh, of a day today over here but uh, it's summer and uh, hopefully tomorrow it's uh, a better day for me but uh, yeah this is the Netherlands eh? it's not uh, like Australia yeah, I was going to say, it's uh, probably not too dissimilar to Australia at the moment, although today was kind of sunny, but yeah, we, yeah. we're getting into the wintry weather. Um, oh, yeah, that's correct. Yeah, true. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about you. Let's let's go right back to the beginning. We've been doing that uh, so far. So let's yeah. talk about your start in football. Obviously, you grew up in a country, in a region of Europe that, you know, is pretty football mad. Yeah. So how did you get your start? Um, I got my start through my uh, father. My father was uh, um, a decent football player as well. Uh, he used to play at the highest uh, level of, yeah, how, how can you say it? Maybe you can compare it to what it was with the NSL uh, 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 back in the days in Australia. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, yeah, I always followed him to any game. Uh, the home games, but even away games, uh, we were allowed to join the chairman in the front of the bus, uh, me and my brother. I have a younger brother, one year and a half younger than I am. And we traveled with the team, you know, just uh, him and I uh, as the, had the exclusivity to, <laughs> to, to sit in the bus as well at the, uh, uh, next to the chairman. And we followed all the games. And yeah, that's how I rolled into uh, playing football. Um, in saying that, here in the Netherlands, the first thing you have to learn when you, when you reach the age of five years old uh, is learn how to swim. And the next thing everyone uh, does is uh, try and, and uh, join a, a football club. And then if you don't like it after a year or two, then you, you change to uh, another sport. But yeah, uh, football is the number one sport over here. So yeah, it was easy to, to, to start. But yeah, oh, soon it, it, it got my interest and, and I tried to uh, yeah, become better and better. Yeah, so um, when did you feel like you knew that perhaps you had some talent and that you could maybe do something with this? Yeah, from the age of, I think, 11, 12, um, the time before, I, I was just enjoying football. Uh, I played different positions. Uh, uh, obviously, I knew I could do some things a little bit better than, than my other teammates, but I never had the idea that, that I was uh, maybe a talent or uh, someone that could make it uh, into professional football. And then um, in my region, there are, I'm, I'm living in the north part of the Netherlands. In my region, there are a couple of, uh, uh, of football clubs, uh, professional football clubs, uh, uh, one in the second division, uh, now not existing anymore, but uh, uh, they invited me for a, um, a trial. And then I started to think about like, okay, uh, this is getting serious now. I never expected it, but uh, so so I, I really I received a letter in the in the mail, and um, I was reading it, and I was so excited that I would like to join straight away. But it was a second division club, and then my dad said, "No, nah, no, nah, <laughs> you can't go," and I was so disappointed. I said, "Like, why? Why can I not go?" 
um, but he already heard through through uh, other people that uh, a first division club, FC Groningen, uh, mm -hmm. uh, was interested as well for a first a trial. So yeah, I ended up going to FC Groningen, what was even better, and uh, uh, and that's that's how it how it started. Uh, I think that was the moment that I really started also to believe in in mm -hmm. in myself and the opportunities that that might uh, uh, arise from from this trial and uh, that's how how it all picked up yeah okay i i want to put a pin in it just there because i'm interested to know what other positions you played so you weren't always a striker <laughs> no 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 so so yeah that's a funny funny story um i was always uh playing as a center back uh, when i was younger so uh, I had a decent long pass, so <laughs> that was my uh, my quality. And after that, I also played as a left uh, uh, left midfielder. And then uh, when I joined FC Groningen on a trial, I I did well in, in that year uh, in that period for for when the trial uh, was on. And then uh, I got the the news that um, they wanted me to join the academy for. Uh, for the next season, for the coming season, and um, the funny thing was, I, I was scouted by uh, the the father of uh, you know Ronald Kuman. So the, oh yeah, 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 yeah. So he, he's a FC Groningen uh, uh, guy, and I got scouted by him, and he saw me as the next uh, Ronald Kuman because I wasn't that quick as well, but I really had a good passing and stuff. Yeah. So that he wanted me in in that position, but um i i turned into one game i played against uh, uh i i don't know here in vain or something as a striker and i scored three times and from that day on uh, i've started to become a striker and i never played as a striker before wow so so um growing up did you idolize players in in that position as, uh, as a winger or as a center back or were you... not, not not really specifically in the position that i was playing but i was more at that time it was uh, maybe uh, romario oh yeah also yeah. an ex, ex adelaide legend <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah and yeah. he was playing for psv uh, yeah. so i, I was uh, he, he was one of my favorite players and i think uh, yeah, the the Ronaldo, not the Ronaldo, mm. but the other one, yep, the Brazilian yep. one also. But I didn't really have like uh, idols that, that that I really wanted to be or or to play the same like mm. them. But yeah, that was a little bit uh, the stars back in the day here in 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 the Netherlands. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, you've had an abundance of stars, like even just through the through the 90s i remember you know like patrick clivert and dennis Bergkamp. dennis yeah. Bergkamp was one of my favorite players ever aurelio aurelio fitmar at uh, at <laughs> yeah. Feyenoord. And, yeah of uh, course yeah aurelio uh, fitmar yeah tony tony fitmar yeah, <laughs> yeah that's Nath. right <laughs> so yeah no no i i, I remember when uh, especially aurelio when they signed him because he had that long hair and stuff yeah. so uh, yeah yeah that was yeah. funny and I, and then uh, years later i have him as a coach so uh, you know, yeah which is the small world yeah. that's right yeah. i i asked him about his hair when he was working here for a bit as mm -hmm. uh you know uh, on staff and because i always remember his hair as well and especially playing for the Socceroos and you know and i said about the mullet i, I made the mistake of calling it a mullet <laughs> and he's like no 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 it wasn't a mullet He's like, I was into rock, rock music. It was that rock star hair. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> they the same thing to you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, so that that first hat trick that you scored, do you remember? Was it was it left foot, right foot header? Like what 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 happened? My first you... hat trick in in what in my uh, yeah when you when they put or... you, yeah when they put you up front and you scored oh back then times. no yeah. I I can't I can't remember anymore to be honest. <laughs> Because I thought it was just for that game, and then I would change back to midfielder or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But uh, no, no, I, I, so, so the, I think that was a little bit at the end of uh, the season, and then two months later, when the season started, I started in the in the in the youth of FC Groningen together with Arjen Robben. Yeah, yeah. He was he was my supplier, <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, I started as a striker and, and ever since I've been striker uh, through my uh, whole career and uh, yeah. never changed anymore. So 
yeah, yeah it's, it's it's funny that before I, I've never yeah and no one really saw the, those qualities as a striker before as well because yeah a striker being a striker you need to score goals and I, I've never never noticed that I that was a, a big quality of mine so. yeah well I guess if you've got Aaron Robin supplying you crosses yeah. and passes and through balls you're probably going to score yeah. a few goals yeah, I think Gianluca yeah, yeah, yeah. here is sorry yeah. I think Gianluca here is itching to ask you a little bit about playing yeah. with Robin uh, okay oh yeah of course I guess firstly what was that like but also you saw something kind of in him that he was going to go on to even bigger oh, thing mate. he was uh first of all he was a good kid you know a normal kid from from a small village just around Groningen and I'm from also just around Groningen but uh, from a city it's, it's nothing special um but um yeah he, he he's that kind of guy that can do everything very good you know he was good in at school he was good at table tennis he was good at playing football <laughs> so yeah and at a young age you could see already his determination in his uh, in his eyes and in, in the way he he was playing on the field you know uh, i remember there was uh, a time when a lot of parents complained about him because he was always dribbling with the ball by himself <laughs> successfully but also sometimes it didn't work out so so a lot of parents were complaining and they put him on the bench for a while and uh but yeah we struggled and then uh, he came on he took the ball and then from being behind you were two goals up because he just go past everyone and yeah. and score goals uh but in the end i was still the top scorer of the team and he was second <laughs> so <laughs> you can still hold that over him yeah yeah i i recently went through uh, some old stuff you know and, and see um and I, I found some some photos and some documents of uh, of that time and and it, i had this this list of uh top scorer of the season and stuff yeah. and i was yeah i was on top of him but i think yeah afterwards he did much better than i did but okay <laughs> hey, you, are you still in contact with any of those players from your youth uh, every now and then uh, from from my youth team there are a couple of them became professional soccer players as well but uh, mostly in the netherlands uh, mm -hmm. i speak to them every now and then uh i used to play with them also i think two years ago uh in an amateur league mm -hmm. in one team so uh i spoke to them but uh, robin yeah when i bump into him we have a conversation uh, every now and then but not not special uh, i'm not whatsapping him uh, every time yeah you're not remind <laughs> you're not reminding him of being top no. scorer no no no, no. <laughs> not really <laughs> I, I, just, just one last question on robin yeah. are you surprised he He's uh, obviously gone back to Groningen now because he obviously announced his retirement. I think he and yeah, he's come back. So yeah, no, I thought he was. I wasn't surprised, but I thought he would do it directly after leaving Bayern Munich. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I also think it's uh, something you know to help the club. Yeah. In, in this uh, COVID uh, situation, to at least draw in some. Uh, some fans and uh, I think for everyone in the Netherlands it's it's great to see a player like this from up close you know like uh, but yeah it, it hasn't been a huge success uh, so far because yeah he he's been injured a couple of times and uh, yeah. yeah okay uh, hopefully uh, he can continue but yeah I, I, I don't know so from there uh, when did uh, current Adelaide United owner and chairman Pete Vanderpoel become your agent. Was he oh, on the scene yeah. very early, or no, 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 not really, not no? really. So uh, uh, I had uh, a different um, agent first, someone here from the north uh, part of the Netherlands, uh, and after a couple of years, I, I had the feeling like, okay, I want, I want an agent that is more out there in in in, in other countries, and uh, so I switched. Mm -hmm. I switched to another company and I already went to Australia, to Brisbane, I think. Yeah. Um, and Pete then joined this agency as a partner. Uh, but Pete was also very good in speaking English and, and, uh, and stuff. So he was more uh, involved with my uh um yeah business at at, at uh, adelaide uh, at uh, brisbane and in australia 
and uh, yeah, and from from there on, I, I started to communicate a lot with Pete, and our uh, connection got stronger and stronger. And uh, yeah, we still are in touch. And uh, Pete is a good friend of mine, and uh, he has guided me through yeah the 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 most important part of my uh, career, I guess, or at yeah. least in in my senior career. Yeah, I, I didn't realize it was that late. I thought uh, you knew each other from the Netherlands and you came together that way. I didn't realize it was, you know, at Brisbane. No, no, it was at Brisbane because he joined this agency as a partner. And uh, yeah. uh, so I was initially I joined his other partner and then I stayed with him. Yeah, right. So, uh, yeah, no. So, so yeah, it was late. But uh, yeah, in the end, I think we had a good uh, relationship uh, and, and uh, yeah. I like the way he works and uh, and probably he likes the way I work as well. So Yeah. We'll, we'll circle back to that as well because, yeah. I mean, your career, you were doing quite well, uh, you know, in the, locally in, in the Netherlands. So how did uh, the prospect of Australia get brought up to you and, and then joining Brisbane? How did that move come about? Okay. So after playing in the Netherlands uh, for three years in, in the second division or in the second league, um, yeah, I, I already had a little bit the feeling like, okay, the, the jump to the, the, the first league, the highest one, the Eredivisie, yeah, there was, was some interest, but never really um, getting anywhere. So uh, I thought like, okay, now I want to see the world. I, I want to travel. I want to, because in the end, if you play football, you can go to any country and still mm-hmm. play football, earn money and uh, enjoy, uh, you know, the, the, the experience. Um, so yeah, I was looking with my small mind back then uh, <laughs> to uh, oh maybe Germany or UK and stuff, and uh, and then suddenly um, some my agent came up with um, with Brisbane Roar, and and I said Australia, wow, okay, let me have a let, let me do a research on YouTube. Uh, I, I think back then it was the recent final or was central coast mariners newcastle jets i think with uh, eloisi scoring a goal or something and i saw uh i uh, john eloisi wasn't he playing for for central coast Mariners? oh maybe he yeah Uh, central coast yeah Yeah. Yeah. i think i think the jets won that grand final yeah 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 but i i i saw this i i went through some footage and stuff and i saw um um, this stadium in Central Coast, you know, in, in Gosford, yeah. with the palm trees at the back, <laughs> yeah. and this, uh, this, uh, uh, all these uh, yachts, uh, you know, in in the water. I thought, like, wow, this is this is great <laughs> to play over there in Australia. I want to go to Australia. So I had to think about uh, about about it uh, because uh, initially I had to go on trial um because yeah obviously they didn't follow me and it was something that just came up Uh, and i went to sleep that night and i couldn't sleep i woke up went downstairs i turned on the tv and the first thing that came up on tv was something a documentary about australia and then i thought like okay this is it i have to go (laughs) and i decided to go to brisbane and um arriving in brisbane uh obviously you might know uh, brisbane is a it's a dutch football club from uh, from its origin yeah? uh, mm-hmm. dutch uh, the lions in uh, yeah. brisbane so uh, that was the connection that got me there and i think yeah. even through uh Han- hamburger who was at uh, uh, fsa oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. before and now uh, in the board of sydney i think he he set it up a little bit and uh, so so i i went there but yeah, there were already two uh, two other trial players on trial, uh, two Brazilians. So I thought like, oh shit, thirty three percent chance <laughs> to yeah. make it. Uh, but uh, I think I did well uh, straight away uh, from the start, and uh, and I think uh, the the first game that I had to play uh, a friendly was against a local team in Brisbane, Ratlands. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had to join the, the opponent. So I wasn't playing for, 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 oh, really? for Brisbane. I was playing for the, for the other Brisbane. team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and right. I did well. I scored goals and stuff. And yeah. 
so uh, yeah, I think they were quickly impressed. So the Brazilians had to go, and in the end, I I, I could stay, and I was very happy. So uh, yeah, Frank Farina was back then my yep. coach, and uh, yeah, so I guess uh, you know making the decision to go to 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 Australia and also looking at the chances uh, back then that mm. were pretty slim because there were two other trialists already being there for a week or something yeah and still making it yeah you know it was a gamble but uh, in the end uh, it was worth it definitely i mean i have to admit i didn't realize you're on trial at brisbane i thought yeah. they just signed you yeah straight up no so no 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 it's hard no, to imagine no. that now as well because you did so well it's like but I, I guess it would be hard to know, you know, you, you don't know, yeah. you know, even now you, you don't always know. And we, we mm-hmm. Adelaide United has a famous story about a player that uh, was presented yeah. to us and was supposedly going to be signed and then turned out to be a complete, you know, fraud. And we, you know, Dexter Rosales yeah, yeah. is, uh, is like yeah. gone down in folklore here with fans and yeah, they still yeah, laugh yeah. about it. Yeah. Um, so you, you never know, but that's crazy. Yeah. I can't believe, yeah, you, you suited up for the other team. But that's mm-hmm. not a bad way to introduce yourself, scoring against the team that is looking at signing you. Yeah. And there you go, away you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to, I had to play against uh, Craig Moore. So oh, I, yeah? think I didn't do, didn't, it was okay. I did well. And uh, um, yeah, that was the start of my career in Australia. And, and uh, actually also uh, personally, I think the, the best, the uh, best, time of my life so far yeah i mean brisbane's not a bad place to i mean of course of course i don't like the team up there i've, I've got no, to say that i'm just joking yeah. but um <laughs> but you know it's a nice place yeah brisbane great place to live you know like yeah, so that's yeah, a, yeah. what an introduction to australia uh, let, let, let's make australia as a great place to live because, yeah well uh, yeah true <laughs> yeah yeah you obviously have two prolific seasons in at brisbane yeah I think it's early 2010 the opportunity, I guess, to sign for Adelaide comes about. So talk yeah. us through that. Yeah, um, I was uh, at, at Brisbane <clears throat> and I still remember uh, how things were going. We, we ended the season. Uh, uh, Frank Farina left. Ange Postacoglu came in. There was a, uh, Ange was also <laughs> on Fox Sports before uh, he was a coach. Uh, uh, and he said like uh, about me that, that Brisbane... Uh, would need to break the bank to keep me in Brisbane. So, uh, and then he became coach. So I thought like, okay, this is going to be good. Good. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, things, things started a little bit. Um, yeah. We had talks and stuff and I was not sure about uh, the situation at Brisbane uh, uh, back then. There was change of management, I, I think as well. And then uh, Adelaide called me. And I, I thought like, hey, Adelaide, okay, yeah, that's that the club with the Jim's plumbing on the sh- front of the shirt. Like, <laughs> funny, funny sponsor. Yep. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> that, that's the one thing that I remember. Um, no, but um, Adelaide called and they asked me to, uh, is it an option to join for the uh, Champions League uh, stage? And uh, I saw players doing that before as well, you know, players getting loaned out for, uh, what was it, one month, two months, three months, and then the next season they were back at their own team uh, mm. as well. So uh, I said, yeah, okay, uh, let me uh, think about it. And uh, um, back then, Michael Petrillo came to Brisbane to talk to me about it and stuff just quickly. And uh yeah, I decided to do it because for me, it was also like, okay, if, if things work out here in Brisbane, afterwards, I can stay in Brisbane again. Mm-hmm. If I <clears throat> join for the Champions League stage and I do very well and maybe it's an opening to Asia. So why not? Let's, let's do it. And especially because it's common in Australia to do it like this. Okay, why not? And uh, so I, I did sign this uh, deal for the short term. And can tell us... Super cross. What a goal from Van Dyke. Pantella's superb down that right-hand side. He's picked out Van Dyke. It is pinpoint. And that's a very tidy finish from the big Dutchman. And then uh, when I uh, joined Adelaide and, and, and was enjoying the team and stuff, and then we were growing in, also in the Champions League as a team, doing pretty well. Yeah, I thought like, well, you know, maybe I should stay here because the feeling over here is good. And, and my, 
my connection with uh, Marcos Flores was, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, that's something that you you don't find that often. So uh, I I decided to 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 stay because uh, Adelaide offered me a contract also for for the the coming seasons. And uh, yeah, even though I was really I love to live in Brisbane and stuff and, 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 and the club and everything. I decided to, to stay in Adelaide. And I remember when I left Brisbane to, to really join Adelaide, I thought like, oh, shit, what have I done? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, but uh, no, for me, uh, that was also, again, you know, first moving to Australia was the right decision. And for me also to moving to Adelaide United was uh, the right decision, even though... If you look at my career, every time when I leave a club, the club becomes champion uh, the year after. So. <laughs> yeah, well, I think it took us a little while, but you know, we got there in the end. Um, but yeah, I, I, I remember, I remember that as well. I remember it quite clearly. Obviously, wasn't working at the club then, but I just remember thinking this is kind of cool because we don't normally sign players from other A League clubs, like good players from other A League clubs. Yeah. Uh, and that's no disrespect to any other player we signed, yeah. but it just seemed like a, a goal scorer yeah. or, you know, I'm probably just dug a hole for myself for no. all those past players, but, but a real household. <laughs> yeah. A prolific, you know. Yeah. A prolific striker that exactly. we hadn't yeah. really had yeah. before. Like that, that's right. That would score, you know, 15 goals a season. And, and yeah. I think still to this day, you're, you're the only Reds player that's uh, won the A-League golden boot while playing. for oh, okay. yeah. So Yeah. yeah there's yeah. a stat for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. So I, I remember it, you know, and it was great. And then, yeah, you, you deciding to stay, I was like, all right, here we go. And as you mentioned, that that combination with Flores, that just, yeah, it worked beautifully. So take us inside that relationship. Is it, is it just one of those things that you just get on the pitch and you're like, okay, yeah. uh, we seem to yeah. be in tune with each other? Yeah, it's like te- yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, th- I think that's the, the, the case, you know. Uh, I even uh, uh, later when I was at my Indonesian club, I forced the management to get him in as well. And that also got things uh, going as well. But uh, yeah, getting back to Adelaide. <laughs> Happy times at Hindmarsh and these two have led the Reds' revival. When we play, we are like brothers. I know he's the killer of the ball. And if you score, you get a Flores kiss. Every goal. I have more than 16 kisses now. Huh? <laughs> okay, if you don't like me, let, no, let no, me know. No, no, it's all right. It's all right. It's different when we go out huh, in the city and yeah. you kiss me, then, it's then I trouble. get angry. It's Adelaide's dynamic duo has scored 24 goals between them. That's something else Flores can sing about. Yeah, I like play sometimes great song in English for the group, for the teammate. And... He just makes songs up. I really fun and we laugh uh, with really terrible english imagine <laughs> yeah it, it was yeah it's it's a feeling what you say telepathic uh, i don't know uh you know the 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 way he talks about football thinks about football uh the, the type of striker that i am i always need support from someone uh behind me and he's the one that is always available for me to to lay off the balls or mm. to uh, he opens up the space, so he, he's such a smart player, and and uh, that that it it helped me a lot. And uh, but to be honest, uh, also my um, relationship or my my the way I worked with Casio was also fantastic. He understood yes. exactly what I was doing uh, without even having to look where I was or whatever. Uh, and I think the whole the whole uh, the whole uh, how you say it. Uh, Everything in the team, you know, the the, the uh, we had Paul Reed, we had Adam Hughes, uh, uh, Casio, uh, Lucas Pentelis, Travis Dot, Matthew Lecky. Um, so, you know, it was a, a good team to to, to yeah. be part of, and yeah. uh, I really enjoyed my football at that time. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, I think that was uh, was that was one of the main reasons because we played together in the in the uh, Champions League as well. More, one of the main reasons for me to to, to stay. And uh, yeah, I, I made my decision more on how I felt than uh, what I thought it was the best thing to do. Yeah, so take us inside that. Was that an awkward conversation then to have with Brisbane and to say, I think I'm going to stay with Adelaide? Uh, yeah, yeah, because yeah. I, the, the initial plan was... To, to get back to Brisbane because they had plans and 
Um, we enjoyed living in, in Brisbane as well. And uh, uh, back then I thought uh, Adelaide was a little, not, not boring, but <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. Also with, right. with, 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 you know, if you see uh, Brisbane is, is more tropical, yeah. palm trees, uh, humid. Uh, the, the, the city is like uh, with hills going up and down and the roads are going left to yeah. right, the curve everywhere. And then I came to Brisbane, uh, to Adelaide, and it was like uh, just straight. Agreed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that's pretty much it. Yeah. <laughs> I felt like, okay. Yeah. But uh, no, I, I really, uh, afterwards, I started to love uh, Adelaide. And for me, uh, nowadays, uh, there's no better place than Adelaide. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, no argument from us. But yeah, it's yeah. certainly, you, you'd know as you, when you come back to visit, you know, the things have yeah. changed here. It's, you know, it's a bit different to when you were here as a player. Yeah, yeah, I've I've been there. Uh, when was this? Last year, before yeah. the before the COVID, mm-hmm. and I already saw uh, things were different. And uh, but I still enjoy it. You know, for me, yeah. uh, uh, Adelaide is feels like a second home. And if there's an opportunity in the future to move to Australia, then I guess I would be at Henley Beach somewhere. Oh yeah, well, <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome to come back any any time. So yeah, so that. Again, that that move was was Pete. Pete was your agent then, yeah. Correct, yeah. So yeah. was he the one handling those awkward conversations for you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mostly. So uh, uh, yeah, Pete was handling all my my business and and discussions with uh, all the clubs. So, uh, but yeah, I think uh, that's how I got Pete uh, into Adelaide and Australia and yeah, you know, and seeing where he is now. So yeah. Yeah. Did you ever think then that he would end up owning the club or a club? No. No, 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 no not really. <laughs> yeah, he didn't speak about it then. Oh, one day I wonder. No, 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 not yet. Uh, yeah, he yeah. had plans in, in China and stuff and maybe to to uh, develop those, but those plans. But uh, in the end, if I look at, uh, um, yeah, it it seems like the like this was was going to be the next step after owning a club in china so yeah, uh, yeah. australia yeah it's it's a, f- a country a football country which is still in development and uh, um, uh, hopefully it will pick up again after the last uh, last year yeah well there's a bit to look forward to with you know new broadcasts and you know yeah. things happening next year things getting back to normal so is, is that already uh, the deal is already signed for the new broadcast. Yes. So yeah, with you might remember Channel Ten over yeah. here, um, but yeah. they are owned by CBS Viacom. Um, so yeah. they're launching Paramount Plus, another streaming service here yeah. in Australia. So they'll pull a lot of their content across from other platforms into yeah. into Paramount Plus, and obviously then they they're going to have the A League, W League, uh, yeah. Socceroos, Socceroos, Matildas. Yeah. It's going to be there's going to be a lot going on and then games on channel 10 too. So Okay, and money-wise, this is, is it an improvement or It is an improvement. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's it's a yeah, it's definitely an improvement. There'll be more cameras or yeah, it there'll be more crossover on channel 10 yeah. like shows and news and yeah, that's, yeah, 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 that's yeah. Okay. stuff's already happening. But there's there's a lot more still to come, which I don't think has quite been announced yet. Probably by the time this comes out, it may have been announced. But at the moment, yeah, there's still a bit more to come, which is pretty exciting. And yeah. so yeah, and and the prospect of subscription to Paramount Plus being built into memberships, so mm-hmm. that'll be actually quite good. Whereas, yeah, yeah, that that wasn't a thing before, so now that'll be a new thing. And yeah, and yeah it's yeah, exciting. So, so, so the club, clubs will will benefit more from from this. Yes, I think so. And then the, the, yeah. Channel Ten is obviously free to wear, so the exposure to try and get yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of that's a, yeah, that's what I yeah. thought as well. Yeah. And, and yes, games have been on Channel 10 previously, but that was sort of more of a, a simulcast from um, Fox Sports, so whereas this will be out and out on Channel 10. So it yeah. really is probably the first time. It's the first official, I guess, time that you could say that yeah. the A-League's been on yeah. commercial free-to-air. I think they certainly yeah. see the okay. potential there and the growth for the game. Yeah, and yeah. the fact okay. that they've they've actually invested... Um, I mean, we sound like we're, you know, yeah, <laughs> being paid, we're spokespeople for, <laughs> but um, <laughs> we, I guess we kind of are. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so they've actually invested in the league as well as like a bit of an ownership stake, I believe. So they actually have an interest in the league 
yeah. being built up, yeah. uh, being successful. So uh, at, at the moment, it sounds like it's going to be a great partnership. Yeah. So And, and separate okay. to this as well, in two years' time, we've got the FIFA Women's World Cup as well. So yeah. that's another yeah. sort of... Yeah, so there's quite a few things to be optimistic about, I think. And yeah. with COVID, things getting back to normal as much as they can, yeah. with COVID yeah, yeah, yeah. and crowds, I think I think it will be better. Yeah. And there, like I said, there'll be more exposure. It's just a shame that, you know, it, like print media it's, has scaled back their coverage a bit. But um, oh, okay. yeah. yeah, but hopefully that crossover with Channel 10 and, and all those other things that, it, you know, it may expand a little bit more. And the other content that they build around that, similar to like the Premier League where – you know, they, they create all their own shows and then the broadcasters yeah. just pick it up and put it out. Like over here on, on, yeah. on Optus, you know, you can watch Premier League highlights or talk shows or whatever. Yeah. So it'll be the opportunity to do that sort of thing. So there'll be more yeah. stuff built around the games, which will be really good. Yeah. So. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's a complete tangent, yeah. by the way. Um, <laughs> it, yeah. But you, you mentioned that, that team with Flores and Travis Dodd and Pantelis and, you know, like Casio. Eugene mm. was obviously there as well. Like, I mean, yeah, oh yeah, not Og- to forget. Ognanovsky, I think, was there as well. Was he there when? No, you... no, no. He just left. To, he just to left. Yeah. Okay. So, but who was at the back? We had Cornthway. That's think right. Cornthway. Yeah. Yeah. Five. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a solid. Bogart, team. Nigel Bogart. Yeah. Yep. Who he just retired as well yeah. recently. He just retired. But that team, yeah, it was it was fantastic. And one of the one of the games I really remember the fondest. It's the game against North Queensland Fury. <laughs> you know, I mean, 8-1 it was unbelievable. I was there in the crowd. It's yeah. just you know, that sort of thing just felt like it didn't happen for the teams that I follow anyway. And yeah. um, then all of a sudden we go and smash a team 8-1. Poor Fury. Who were, yeah. you know, obviously not in the league anymore, but yeah. that game was just unbelievable. And yeah. yourself and Flores both getting a hat-trick. And here they go. Now that outlet, Travis Dodd. Numbers in the box too. Van Dyke, the target, all the way to Ramsey. Van Dyke with a chance. It took them just a minute in the second half to make it five. We'll get the record books handy. It's turning into an absolute annihilation. Flores going to work. Van Dyke timing his run right through the middle again. Van Dyke! Well, he sold the keeper with his eyes and stuck it in the bottom corner. They do have six. They come to Leckie, isolated against McDonald. Lovely first touch. Watson overlapping. Nice ball from Leckie. Watson standing it up. Van Dyke! They're in seventh heaven. Adelaide United, the first A-League club to hit seven. Uh, yeah, was... but to be honest, to be honest, I scored the hat-trick in the second half. And after the first half, I was thinking, oh my God, how can I play? How can we play a game? scoring so much so many goals and i'm not scoring one of them <laughs> i know yeah all of, but then all of a sudden just opened up and cracked yeah yeah, yeah. yeah so lucky <laughs> another moment that stands out though i don't know if you're gonna touch yeah, go this, for is that free kick you know, oh yeah the free kick. oh yeah 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 he fancies his chances from here he's going to have a shot on goal van dyke not a bad one in fact, Sergio Van Dyke, an absolute screamer, gives Adelaide their second. A short run-up, but it was full of venom. Brilliant strike through the wall. Melbourne Victory won't be happy with that. But power and precision from the Dutchman. Left Pekovic flailing at thin air. Yeah, yeah. one yeah. of my favourite goals, yeah. And we, and, we, and we did, and thank you for doing it too, we, we did get you to speak about that as we put out a video mm-hmm. uh, of you talking yeah. about that. Oh, moment. yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, that was another one. I was at a friend's house. I remember it was a Sunday afternoon. Yeah. And again, you know, because that broke a losing streak against Melbourne Victory. Yeah, yeah. And to not only win 4-1, but again, that that strike has sort of become synonymous with that game. And I think it's still, uh, when we did our decade vote, our decade, like goal of the decade or whatever, that mm-hmm. was right up there. Yeah. No, I, I, think if, I, think if Issa's, I think if it won. Well, Issa's free kick. Oh, Issa's free kick one. I don't think if that wasn't in the grand final, I, I've got a funny feeling that might yeah. have been the, uh, yeah. the goal of the decade. But yours was <laughs> yours was right there. <laughs> okay. It's, it's just become iconic. People still love that goal and still love that game and talk about that game. Yeah. So I think, yeah, what you said, you know, is the, the moment the, 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 that it, it changed the, the, 
Yeah, because before uh, that game, there was such a big losing streak against mm. uh, Melbourne Victory. Like, uh, and after that, it, it changed uh, again. You know, like we had more wins against Melbourne Victory, uh, uh, and yeah. So yeah. Uh, yeah, for me, it's also a great game. I can still remember as if it was yesterday, or but it's already eleven years ago. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. crazy. <laughs> yeah, it goes by so quick, but. Yeah. When you're stepping up, what it, what's going through your head at that time? Are you just thinking, I I think I, I've got this. I, I, it's lined up okay. Yeah. The wall, you know. You, yeah, you, you know, it was also the up. feeling uh, feeling of the game. Uh, we were playing very strong. Uh, we already scored. I think was it one nil or one at least. I, I I had the feeling that we were going to grab this win over there and uh, when we had the free kick I thought like uh, okay I think uh, I might do this and uh, not even knowing how but okay <laughs> just <laughs> because normally yeah you have to decide is it going to be laces or are you yeah. going to curl it with the inside of the foot and I thought like oh, maybe I should just smack it on goal and see where it's going so it's not everything that I do is all <laughs> all been uh, uh planned in my mind so uh, <laughs> so i just hit it and uh yeah luckily uh, there was enough wind to pull it to the to the left side yeah. uh, of the goalkeeper now <laughs> and uh yeah uh, the, you know football are these things are you make decisions and you do think you do things um uh, yeah at that moment and things work out well and yeah you need a little bit of luck but also a little bit of courage to to just yeah. do it well, yeah, thank God you did hit it with the laces and it, yeah. it, it was still great to watch. Yeah. And also that 8-1 game, like, do you, do you still remember that quite well? Yeah, like, yeah, of course. Yeah. But, but you know, maybe for, for, the, for, for, the, for the, the fans, that's a, a game that stands out. But for me, it, it's not a game that I, I really enjoy. I, of course, I enjoyed it because scoring goals, but I... I I I enjoy a, a game that it's a hard fought a hard fought win is for yes. me more enjoyable. Yeah, like uh, uh, that game against Melbourne Victory or or um, some in that season against Wellington Phoenix, uh, uh, Perth Glory, where I also scored yes. a, a penalty and a header. You know, those games are, are yeah for me more special than 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 the North Queensland one. Yeah. That's fair enough. Um, you know, it just sticks in my mind just because, you know, like we scored eight goals and it was such a yeah, rare of course. event. Yeah, you know, yeah, it was, it's, it's yeah. A rare event. yeah. Yeah. But you're right. Those games where, you know, it's tight and, you know, the goals, yeah. it feels mm. like every single one, every single kick and tackle and, yeah. you know, it just, yeah, it's, it feels important. I, I guess I got to, like, that rivalry with Melbourne Victory, I mean, look, it's silly probably for us to compare it to anything else like in Europe or whatever, but. <laughs> As a rivalry, though, and yeah. you know, you experienced it. You know, you you were right there at a time, like you said, when it turned, and it was it was pretty aggressive. You know, um, yeah. You know, what was that rivalry like for you as someone coming into Australia to experience it? Yeah, as you said, like it's not as big as in Europe, where you have uh, this this rivalry, even even sometimes more aggressive, but. Um, yeah, you could notice there was something uh, special about these games. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, that, that's also how I felt back then. Like, okay, yeah, Melbourne Victory, uh, they are our, our biggest opponents. You know, they we have to win all the time from them. And every time when that game was on, it was also like a, a special game uh, for me personally. So, mm -hmm. yeah, uh, I, I, I certainly felt uh, that kind of rivalry as well as, as the fans have uh towards each other yeah i was just gonna i guess touch more on about the, the season itself yeah. with 10 11 with the 2010 2011 season i think as a fan i just remember it being you know one of those years where we it was like we played a lot of free-flowing football scored a lot of goals mm -hmm. yeah and we started so well as well i think we were undefeated the first 11 games um yeah and i remember matthew lecky getting an injury from a bad tackle against melbourne victory and yeah and I guess from that point, we're a little bit maybe inconsistent. And then we mm -hmm. won, I think, on the last day of the season at Adelaide Oval against Victory. I remember there was a yeah. crowd there. Yeah. Do, do you sense that you kind of look back and go, oh, that that might have what might have been given we were 
we were such we we're playing so well. Do you feel like um, you know, it, it was a missed opportunity to make a final that year? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. So that feeling that's the feeling that I have uh, about that season that yeah, we could have made it through the finals, but yeah, in the end we didn't and that was was a shame, you know. Uh, uh, you know, during a season you're dependent on injuries suspensions and uh, maybe some injuries came on at the right time uh, at the wrong time i mean and um it's a shame we didn't make it i thought really with that team that we could have done something in uh, in the football of australia but uh, you know fortunately uh, the season after things changed uh, dramatically and uh, it was a totally different uh, <clears throat> different thing I mean, you brought it up. Let's talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, you don't have to go into, you know, lifting the lid on absolutely everything. But, yeah, no. what changed? What was so different from, as, as we just talked about, that season before, you know, perhaps a missed opportunity, everything was going so good, and then all of a sudden that changed. What do you put that down to? I think uh, something internally in the team was, was different. Uh, I think there was... Uh, some issue with the coach and 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 some some players. Uh, I thought it was more of a, a matter of miscommunication. But yeah, for some, you know, everyone has their own experience in 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 this. And uh, uh, yeah, unfortunately, uh, because of that, things uh, yeah went the wrong way. And uh, the first thing already with that that Marcos Flores uh, didn't sign. I, I was yeah disappointed you know because you already had this working relationship that could be you know ready for the next step or at least uh, what we didn't uh, we didn't uh, reach the finals the season before okay let's make it in the new season let's let's try to do it like that uh, with just improving on what we've already done and uh, yeah it went the opposite way to be honest uh, even though I still had a, a great time and, and enjoyed my football yeah it just didn't go that way that we hoped and uh yeah players left and things went uh, uh a different way when things kind of go that way and you're, you're you're disappointed you know you you had a great combination with flores he's gone mm -hmm. those things probably do play on your mind a bit and and you're all professional players so i'm not suggesting mm -hmm. that you would allow this to sort of and you just mentally check out and you're like okay no i'm i'm just playing this out but it must be hard to fight against that sort of thing creeping in to yeah. your mindset and trying to block that out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, I think so too. So, you know, um, because where everything the, that season before went all all went naturally, now you have to really use your brains to to get things done, and that was a little bit the big difference with the, with the previous season. Uh, and still, as I said, you know, I was still doing uh, and enjoying my football, but just different. You know, you had other challenges. Yeah. Uh, we weren't as dominant anymore as before uh, because things get changed. Also, new players uh, who are also good. But, you know, as I said, with Flores, you had a, a telepathical connection. Yeah, and then mm -hmm. with someone else, you don't have. Yeah, it's not the other guy cannot help it. But okay. It's just different. And uh, yeah, then the results didn't help. So I think, uh, you know, uh, yeah, it all went down a little bit. And uh, yeah, that was a shame. But yeah, that's yeah, football, you... I guess, as well. Yeah. Well, you know, that's the way it goes. I mean, yeah. did you uh, decide then during that season or were you thinking, okay, maybe I might be out of here? Yeah, or, you know, what other opportunities? Yeah. Like... What was behind your decision making? Um, Look, you know, if looking at the, as a football player, you always uh, and and having Asia so close, I also had to, in the back of my mind, yeah, maybe I should go there once to to see what's uh, over there uh, as an experience, but also financially could be very uh, attractive for me as well. With that season uh, going the way it went, uh, yeah. I thought like, okay, now it's time to, to make this move. We had another coach coming in, uh, John Cosmina. Um, back, back then, you know, as a player, you always have your, your own uh, 
the things that you want and uh, and the, the club has a vision the coach has a vision and you have your vision and maybe at that time i was thinking more about my own vision and i thought like okay if this doesn't work out because we have some games that were um not going our way then i i got i i uh, john cosmina put me out of the team i wasn't uh, uh, happy with that because i thought it, it wasn't uh I wasn't the reason that it didn't go well and stuff. So, and and back in the day, at that time as a player, you are you take things more personally. Now I think like, okay, yeah, whatever, you know. Uh, everyone's trying to do things the the right way, and also uh, uh, John Cosmina as well. So for now, you know, looking back, I don't have any regrets or. But yeah, back then uh, I think uh, you have more more things uh, to think yeah. about and. Uh, yeah, uh, I made the decision to then move to to Indonesia because they were already pulling me every every year. Like come 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 here to to um, uh, to to join at least the national team as well, but also to uh, to play for a club over over there. So I went there. <clears throat> what um, was a good experience, but yeah. After a year, I already uh, seen it over there and, and left to another country. <laughs> I was going. I was going to say, how did you enjoy your time over there in Indonesia, representing <clears throat> the, the national team? Uh, representing the national team. Uh, f- first of all, Indonesia is, is football mad. You know, it's a country of uh, two hundred seventy thousand, uh, uh, two hundred seventy million people. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, two hundred seventy yeah, million people. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, um, and seventy five percent of the people are following following football yeah. and so you can imagine it's football is everything you know uh, over there and uh, so so being in a national team you are like uh, yeah uh, david beckham back in the days for playing for manchester united or, yeah. or whatever you know everyone knows who you are everyone wants something of you and that was funny to experience but the quality of football um and now I'm talking about the league. Uh, the quality of football yeah, wasn't that good, and and I, I w- didn't want to already play at that level uh, yet. So I tried to, to move to another a club who's playing Champions League as well. Mm-hmm. So I left to to move to Iran uh, because um, my former teammate uh, Milan Susak, also uh, yep. Yep. ex uh, ex Adelaide United, um, advised me to go to this team. So, because he played there the year before, so I moved uh, to to Iran uh, as well. Yeah, but in Indonesia is uh, to enjoy football or at least the experience of football is is really great. Like you mentioned, Iran as well. I mean, it's another mm-hmm. another mm-hmm. jump. And obviously, earlier you said about traveling the world, football can take you anywhere. So you know, right. Australia, exactly. Indonesia, yeah. Iran as well. Yeah. That's another completely different culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and that that's what. From all these uh, clubs that I've had, and uh, the the best thing about it is, you know, having the experience of how people live in these countries. You know, mm. everyone has a different view on life. Uh, um, I I think that's the 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 one of the things that that uh, yeah that grew, grew me as a person as well. You know, so yeah. Uh, yeah. Just to circle back to uh, LA United, what are some of your fondest memories from your time here? Obviously, there are the goals and things like that. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, it might not just, it might not be necessarily. It could be something that happened on the training pitch, or I don't know anything. Yeah, what are some of your what are th- the things that stick out to you when you look back on your time here? Well, as I said before, I think it's it's the total experience of Australia, but also in particular for me, Adelaide. Uh, as I said, it for me it feels like uh, my second home and if there was a chance in the future to go go back i, I would um my son was born in in australia i, I he, he grew up in in adelaide as well so uh, he was born in brisbane so sorry no, that's okay. <laughs> he, he grew up in 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 australia in, in adelaide yeah. and being able to having that kind of climate living close to to the beach and the sea and and enjoying life next to football uh, was one of the greatest things for me to experience, uh, for also for my family. And next to that, I really enjoyed uh, uh, um, 
Adelaide as, as the, the football community in, in the city that I always had the feeling that, you know, yeah. um, I, I know, I knew people over there, over there yeah. in the other suburbs uh, and everyone knows each other a little bit. Yeah. It's a little bit like the city that I'm from here in, in the Netherlands, Assen, you know, you, yeah. people know each other. Like, yeah. uh, uh, and I have the feeling that's the same in Adelaide. It, it's, it's a big city, but it's, still yeah. still small and everyone yeah. knows everyone yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and that's what, what i like you know and still yeah. when i look at my social media you know there's people that i'm in touch with still from adelaide yeah. that are active at local football clubs or whatever and yeah it's funny you know to, for me these kind of things make make it that i i still have some fond memories uh, of, of of adelaide yeah yeah it's interesting that because there's so many We've had so many players come from overseas that mm. have played here and they seem to have that kind of attachment or sentimentality to, to Adelaide. And it's those things mm. that you describe it, you know, I, I guess, you know, having it's an advantage that we are smaller. And so people feel a bit more tight knit. It's maybe yes. more like a family, that sort of thing. Yeah. So it's good that, you know, although we might be a smaller city and there's not as much happening here that we still seem to, get our claws into people and um, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Leave a lasting impression. Yeah. 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 No, no, it's, it's, uh, the, you know, for me, uh, I think uh, hopefully you will see me there uh, again soon. So I, don't know. I hope so. Yeah. yeah. It was good. Because yeah. yeah. I, I did see you when you came back uh, last year and you were here for a game mm-hmm. and we did do like a pre-match interview and yeah. things. So yeah, I hope you do come back and we can, yeah. I, I always I always try to find some excuse to travel to Australia. Oh, sounds good. All right. Well, yeah, please come back. You know, we'll uh, I'll take you around to all the new sites in Adelaide. No, um, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But no, it'll be it'll be great to have you back. You're always welcome here. I think, and mm-hmm. our fans love it when you are here and, and like to hear from you. We're probably wrapping up a bit, unless you, yeah, you, yeah, no worries. Yeah. I'm, um, so I'm we're wrapping right. up. So now you're um, working as an agent. Correct. Yeah. So tell us a little bit of. Uh, now about what you're up to and maybe some of the players you're working with um at the moment uh, yeah i always say like i'm working as a football agent but also more or less any kind of business in the football industry um because of my uh, experience in other asian countries uh, where there's still a lot of football development uh, going uh, opportunities to 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 grow football. Um, I'm involved in all these kind of things, like uh, setting up academies from clubs in uh, from European clubs in in, in other countries uh, in, in China or in Indonesia. Um, investors are looking for football clubs to buy in Europe. Mm-hmm. I'm doing all these kind of things, but I also uh, look after players and trying to get them a club sometimes it's more like a, a, a broker uh, mm-hmm. a kind of uh, broker kind of deal so i'm in between people that would like uh, players that would like to move to indonesia or asia or australia i try also try to get australian people to australia but uh, players to australia but also australian players to europe um at the moment the players that i really work closely with in the netherlands are mostly uh, uh, players that are still young, uh, mm-hmm. close to. I'm looking for players that have uh, the potential to sign contract and and develop even further. And yeah, yeah in in my part of uh, in in my job, I I have to have ears everywhere. You know, at the clubs, yeah. at the scouts, at the uh, uh, everywhere to find out who is the best talent. And these ones, I I try to 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 get uh, with uh, with with my company and um, yeah it's it's an interesting job it's uh, something that i really enjoy uh, because uh, it, it's a combination of uh, of traveling and doing the things that i love and uh, uh, being involved in football and yeah uh, being a coach i had that in my mind as well but I think uh, being more on the business side or the management side of, of football is something that suits me better. Yeah, it was was it always something that you thought you you would get no. into after no? No, no. I, I 
I thought maybe coach, you know, something like that. I, I really love football. You know, for me, yeah. football is the best thing that there is. Uh, I, I played, I still play play football now. I take it seriously. To, <laughs> I want to become champion. I want to look after myself. And uh, uh, so fo- for me, football is the number one thing. And uh, uh, so, so the, 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 yeah, the next best thing after playing, I thought it was coaching. But yeah, after exploring these kind of things, uh, I found out that, you know, the business uh, behind football is also very interesting. And uh, I think that's more suitable for me. But yeah, I never know. You never know. It can change in the future as well. But uh, for now, this is something that I really enjoy. Thank you for your time. We appreciate it. We've really enjoyed talking to you. Yeah, it's been fantastic. Hopefully we'll do it again soon and hopefully we can can be here. So thank you again. We really appreciate it. It's been awesome. Um, Yeah. And thanks. We'll we'll catch you again soon. Thank you very much. Yeah. Likewise, guys. Uh, Have a nice uh, evening. You have a good afternoon. Good afternoon. Oh, morning. Morning. Still morning. Yeah, still morning. Still morning. It's uh, 10 30. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Enjoy brunch. um, (laughs) Yeah. yeah, We'll see you soon. Okay. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks, sir.